friends. Welcome to the In the Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Nita Wilkinson. We all know that life is just plain hard sometimes. Join me each week as I talk to a girlfriend about their journey of overcoming and how it always leads back to Jesus. Today, I have a special guest with me. My Aunt Melody is going to talk with us about mentoring. She has been one of my mentors throughout my life and such an inspiration to me. And I was so pleased that she agreed to sit down today and talk about the importance of mentoring. And we're going to take our conversation today from Titus chapter 2, verses 3 through 5. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. And that's a pretty tall order, and I can tell you that my Aunt Melody has been that person for me for many, many years. She probably doesn't want me to tell you how many. So welcome, Melody. I'm so glad you agreed to do this today. I'm glad to be here and help you. So who were some of your mentors as you were growing up and as a young woman with your five children? (laughs) (laughs) Well, growing up, um, I would have to say basically some of the uh, women at um, uh, summer camps that I went to, Christian summer camps. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's probably where I first got my spark of desire to know the Lord. Yeah. Um, So... My young years, that would be definitely who I would say, and I would, I I hate to say I can't even tell you their names now, but um, a lot of um, leaders in that. Um, And as a young mother, uh, would have to be my best friend, Jerry. She's been my mentor forever. (laughs) I knew you would say Jerry. And she's been a mentor to me as well. She's just a beautiful woman. Yes, she is. She is nine years my senior. She wouldn't want me to say that either. But <laughs> well, we didn't say your age, so it's all good. <laughs> so, but um, we've just been like two peas in a pod ever since we met. So um, we encourage each other, and um, she has definitely encouraged me in my faith. Um, for, oh my goodness, 40 some years I am going to tell my age. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's amazing to have someone in your life for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that she would say that you've inspired her in ways as well, which is the beauty mm-hmm. of, of mentoring, that it can go both ways. And, we, and we're in different places at different times. And so sometimes we need Absolutely. to lift each other up. Mm-hmm. So tell me, um, maybe it's Jerry, maybe it's uh, one of, of the uh, people from your camps, can you, can you name one or two specific places where it's where, where the, your relationship with Jesus just stuck out to you, that you just really felt that connection? With with Jerry or with my mentor? Or yeah, with, well, it okay. might be Jerry. It might be okay. the, the well, ladies, yeah. whatever. Just something that just really clicked in your head that came from your mentors. Well, let's see. Oh, with Jerry, there are so many. I, I, I'm going to have to try to narrow one. Or one or two. It's okay. We got time. <laughs> one down. Um, I think one thing um, uh, was Jerry was married to a Baptist, and Jerry and I are Catholic. And um, so 
their relationship always spoke a lot to me. Uh-huh. That the diversity that the most important thing is loving Jesus Christ. Right. And not right. whether we're Baptist, Methodist, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I would say that's one thing that always stood out to me with Jerry uh, in her relationship with um, her husband. And um, also, in later years, she lost her husband just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and how she has embraced Jesus Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that, because when I think of losing Mike, it's like I think I'd be a right total wreck. And she has really um, been strong in that because of Jesus. I did not know Jim was Baptist. All my life, I thought he was Catholic, so that's interesting. And also, what's interesting to me that you would say that is you're the one who taught me that denomination didn't matter. <laughs> I learned that from you, and I remember very specifically at your at your old house sitting there, I think we're having a Bible study, and you saying one day, we all love Jesus. It doesn't matter what church we go to. And it that really stuck with me. Yeah. That's true. You yeah. know, we're human, and part of humanity is we do have different denominations. Right. But if we love Jesus, and we've declared him to be our Savior, we're all the same. Yeah. So it's Absolutely. interesting that you got that from Jerry, and that Jim was Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> Although it does make sense in a lot of ways. <laughs> so... Yeah. So what church did they attend? They went to St. Mary's, didn't well, they? Well, Jerry went to St. Mary's, and that's what I say. They had kind of a uh, church-wise. Jim went to Delaware Christian, I think it was. Okay. On, you know, they're on Pennsylvania. Um, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, a beautiful relationship of showing that the main thing is Jesus. Yeah. And that that is, that's awesome. When... Um, I was younger. We were both younger. <laughs> and even though you're my aunt, we have children the same age. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest is the same age as your youngest. And so we spent a lot of time together a when they were little. <laughs> we did. Um, yeah. Either on the phone. Fo- I mean, every day, every, every day. We either spoke on the phone, mm-hmm. went for a walk, or out to lunch, or all three. <laughs> Some days, yeah. So... And, and we spent just a lot of time together. And your love for the Bible was just fascinating to me. Because to me, it was a Bible. <laughs> you know, and there's a whole lot in the Old Testament. And it, sometimes, you know, in your early Christian life, that can be hard to read. I love the Old Testament now. And, and part of that I attribute to you because you just always had a Bible beside you. There was always one by your, where you sat on the couch or by your bedside. And you just, you knew it so well. And that was such an inspiration to me. And now I have that love. And I can remember um, when I lived in Japan, which was, I was separated from you at the time. And and that was difficult because you were my person. And I remember praying to God to give me the delight for the Bible that you had. And he answered that prayer in spades. And so thank you for giving me that beautiful gift. That, you cry. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that, I mean, because of that, I now have a podcast and I write a blog and that comes from you oh. having so much love for something that for so long to me was big words and I didn't understand it. You know, I, I would just constantly read John and Philippians cause I got that, yeah. you know, but you read yeah. all of it and yeah. I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. And I appreciate 
your example, not just to me, but to your daughters and now your grandchildren. And so thank you. Well, the cool thing about the Bible is that from day one until now, you can read the same verse and get something totally different from it. And Absolutely. it can always be new in whatever your circumstance is. And I love, I think that's God meeting us where we are. Mm-hmm. That, you know, when we're new, and we're going to talk about that a little bit, because you and I were talking before we went on the air about our younger years and how we were just a little bit judgmental <laughs> in our Christian faith. But I do think that God, you know, everything we need to know is in the Bible. And it is God-breathed, and it is truth. And I, on this side of heaven, will never understand every word of it, no matter how deep I dive into it. But that's what's so great about it. Mm -hmm. You can read the same things over and over and always get something new out of it. And I learned that from you. But we were talking a little bit about how when we were younger Christians and maybe um, (laughs) when we were on our milk (laughs) rather than the solid food that uh, Paul talks about. Um, I know that I was judgmental and I thought that um, I just knew everything. (laughs) And um, now as a more mature Christian, I know I I still don't know much of anything. But um, we were talking about that and just how... um, that's a great thing that we can use to mentor. Yeah. You have yeah. how many grandkids? 21. 21 grandkids. Mm-hmm. I just think that's awesome. Yeah. Y'all should yeah. see her family picture. In fact, I think I'll put it up with the blog. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have a beautiful family. Mm-hmm. Four girls and one boy. Tim was um, outnumbered yeah. all of his life. Long guy. And he smack dab in the middle, too. <laughs> For sure. So now I want to I want to talk about another story that had a profound impact on my life and I think on your life too. Mm-hmm. Um I have never forgotten this and I don't know this probably happened oh my gosh maybe 30 years ago. Um and uh we were walking and you told me um and you were you were talking about how your life was pretty darn good and so you think maybe that's why this happened but I'm going to let you tell the story. Um <laughs> Because it just, ha- and I'll tell about how it affected me later. Okay. Well, um, I haven't told a lot of people this. I, I have told my children and things and um, shared it with special people, so this will be a first. But um, years ago, I was in bed um, trying to go to sleep, and I couldn't go to sleep. And I opened my eyes, and in my doorway, I saw the devil. Um, as big as awful as you can ever imagine and I quickly closed my eyes and I just started repeating Jesus saves Jesus saves Jesus saves and then I opened my eyes and there was Jesus with bright and white and protecting me and my family and um it's been a yeah I remember I remember you talking about that just the peace yeah. That washed over you. And I cannot imagine seeing Satan yeah. in my doorway. I can't even... It, it just terrifies me to even think about it. Yeah. So to see that yeah. and then to have that peace of Jesus. And I have never forgotten that. I will tell I will tell all of you, though. I, I reminded Melody of that story, and I didn't want to talk about it unless she was willing, because it's a very private story. I forgot about the Satan part. Yeah. And um, 
And that was, yeah, I remembered after you talked about it. Mm -hmm. But for me, what was so profound about that was that is what made Jesus real to me. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, Jesus was more than just in my Bible and someone I would meet in heaven. Mm -hmm. He's here and and with us even now. And in that moment, Mm -hmm. took something horrible away. And it's, you know, your mind goes a hundred places. I'm sure yours did too. Why was Satan in your doorway? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. And yeah. But Jesus was right there. And, and he's always stronger. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. And I love how you said his name. Jesus saves. Because the devil can't stand up to the name right. of Jesus. And you probably right. weren't even thinking that at the time. You yeah. were just thinking, I can't see this. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesus is with me. And he truly was. And I mm-hmm. just... That was... That was had such an impact on me. Because all of a sudden... There is this person to have a personal relationship with. Yeah. And that, if you haven't gotten there yet, changes everything. Absolutely. When you have that personal relationship. And that's what mentors are for. Mm-hmm. And we, we look at this scripture and, you know, I, I look at your life and at different seasons in your life, you have done all of these things. And... Um, you have always been one to consider your husband's opinion. And mm-hmm. that's a hard thing to do today. Yeah. Women don't yeah. always think that you should. And it's not that Mike lords over you. Right. It's that you respect him as the mm-hmm. head of the household. And he is a godly man who loves Jesus as mm-hmm. much as you do, right. which I think makes it easier yeah, to, sure. to do that. But um, that was always such a great example to me too, mm-hmm. to, you know, when you, when you can't agree, there's a head of a household that God has ordained to be there. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. and Mike have always had that, that great relationship and your words have always been so comforting and soothing and, and you're always very kind. And so that is, I don't know a time you've not been that way, <laughs> but in oh. today's world, that is a much needed quality and as mentors um and we're all called to be mentors wherever we are in our faith walk right as mentors we need to to show that kindness and um so you are just the embodiment of titus 2 verses 3 through 5 you're sweet so who are your mentors today i'm guessing still jerry jerry yeah yeah (laughs) and i have a great Bible study that um, there's seven of us and very we keep each other on track a lot too. And there, um, Jerry and I are not the oldest. There we have a um, Marge who is 95. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she's quite a um, addition to our Bible study. And then sure. we have um, three that are more your age, gender. So. Um, that is so yeah, awesome. So, yeah. so there's a lot of generations. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. actually, your 50s and 60s, 60s and then 70s, 70s and then 90s. I don't have any 80s in there. But... Well, eventually you'll yeah, we work will. your We're way into that. <laughs> We're not hurrying. Nope, that's okay. So how did the dynamics of that work? Are the are, are do you feel like you're mentors to the younger women? Is it the girls? Oh, I call them girls. <laughs> the, they're your age, <laughs> um, but they they say we are just because we have 
you know, we've raised our children. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in that process of, you know, right. putting kids into college, some of them, and that kind of thing. So a lot of things that you're going through, we've already been through, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, can put some light on it, some perspective. Right. That, you know, we do survive all these things. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, when we all feel like when we're in those moments of motherhood that no one's ever been there or could possibly know, and yeah. yet we've all been there yes. and can know. And so <laughs> I think motherhood is one of the greatest um that that's the greatest place that we can mentor because sometimes it's hard to even find Jesus just in the day of being a young mom or even our teenagers. Yeah. Teenagers (laughs) could be worse. (laughs) So different time. Well, you had both. You had teenagers and babies and (laughs) and that you still have that. I always said that God, you needed to have babies around all the time, and pretty much God has yes, provided supply, that for yes. you. He has definitely supplied that for me. And Emily. Yes. <laughs> Emily's done a great job. Yes, yes, she has. <laughs> Her youngest daughter, who is my oldest son's age, has seven boys. Yes. I want you to hear that again. Seven boys. <laughs> And she is the best mom, yeah, and is. her boys are just great. So, and that that is definitely something you can be proud of because yeah. I see so much of you in her. Thank you, Melody, for spending this time with me today. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, talk about mentoring. And I thank you for being a mentor to me um, all of my adult life and and the things that I have learned from you. Thank you so much. The End of Whisper podcast is sponsored by Gifts with Grace. Gifts with Grace connects caring mentors with women who need encouragement and support after experiencing trauma. Our mentors meet women where they are, and together we work towards specific goals uniquely suited just for them. Each woman also has the opportunity to grow spiritually through Bible study and express herself through the creative process of gift making. If you want to know more about Gifts with Grace, go to our webpage at giftswithgrace.org. At the end of every podcast, I always ask two questions of my guest. I forgot to ask Melody those questions, but we have talked about it since then. She doesn't live near me. And here are her answers. When I asked her what scripture was getting her through life right now, she very quickly answered Psalm 31.1. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. And when I asked her what's bringing her joy right now, I was not surprised to hear that it's her family, her husband, Mike, her five kids, her 21 grandchildren. Melody is a beautiful depiction of the Titus II woman. She is able to do that every day through her children and her grandchildren, the people she meets at church, the women in her Bible study, because it just comes naturally for her. So my question for you is, who is your Titus II woman? Who do you lean on when you need some spiritual help here on earth? And I also want to know, who are you that Titus woman to? Who do you see around you that is spiritually, could use your knowledge, could use your experience, could use your self-control and your gentle words because there are people all around us. And as women, we need to be able to lift each other up and help each other through sometimes that we might have spiritually that we're a little bit lower because that's what it's all about. Next week, my guest will be Marilyn Smith. Marilyn is going to talk about hurt in the church. 
She has experienced that herself. And I've learned that there's a lot of women who have experienced hurt in the church. And she's going to tell us how she was able to maintain a relationship with Jesus even while she was experiencing experiencing hurt in the church family that she was in at that time. Thank you for tuning in to In the Whisper. We'll see you next time.